Welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide Podcast, Episode 7. Hello. Welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide Podcast with your host, Jen Hardy. Jen is an author, wife, mom of seven, and collector of eclectic diseases. Jen believes that if moms with health issues can join together to lift the veil of shame and ditch the guilt, then as a community, we will make each other stronger. I am so happy you're with me. I'm going to be talking to Jennifer Brosnick. She's a licensed clinical social worker and mom of three. Jennifer's also struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety herself, and she runs this great website called themindfulfamily.com, where her tagline is giving mothers peace of mind. I am really looking forward to see what she's got to talk about today. So here we go. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. I'm really excited. You're welcome. Me too. Your topic happens to be the one most requested topic I've had, which is anxiety. And Mm -hmm. so I really can't wait to dive into all of your ideas about how to help people not be so anxious. And I love um, that on your website, your thing at the top, it says giving mothers peace of mind. And I think as we talked about you and I are our ideas mesh so well together, because that's part of what I want to do too. So um, let's start with you telling a little bit about yourself and your family so we can get to know you a little bit. Yeah, so I live in New Jersey. I'm married to my college sweetheart. I am a mother of three daughters, ages nine, six, and two. Um, And I'm a licensed clinical social worker. But I, I like to take more of a whole person, mind, body, spirit approach. So sometimes saying I'm a social worker doesn't necessarily tell the whole story <laughs> of it, all the tools that I like to use um, that I've found from my own struggles, um, my own struggles with panic attacks, with postpartum depression and burnout, um, you know, childhood anxiety. So it's really been, I think, through, you know, big motherhood, through dealing with, I had seizures as a child. So, you know, being in hospitals and, um, you know, then of course, marriage, you know, sends anybody into a panic attack, I think. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> all of those things, you know, led me, you know, down this road of, you know, how can I help moms to not just reduce their suffering, which is of course important, but beyond that to, to thrive and to really feel successful um, and also have, you know, peace in their heart and their mind and their homes. Well, that sounds amazing. And that is why you are here (laughs) because (laughs) I just love not only what you are doing, but your approach in doing Mm it. Um, it's so amazing. And I think it really helps. And everyone who's on the podcast has to have gone through some something, either whether okay. whether it's physical or, or, a, you know, like a mental problem or, you know, something to be here, because it's so easy for people who haven't gone through any of those things to, to say, well, you know, just get up and exercise 30 minutes a day and just think about positive things and you'll be all better. 
Um, but I love your approach because it's not that it's, I've been there, I've been in the trenches, you know, this is what I've gone through and I get it. So I appreciate you being transparent with that. Yeah. And, and healing's a journey. Like I still have panic attacks. Like it's not that the symptom, like I'm symptom free and everything is, you know, wonderful. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm very sensitive to shifts in the planet and when sad things happen in the world or, you know, when something's going on around me, um, I use human design. And so in my human design chart, I have an open, um, emotional center. So I just, I feel the energy of other people magnified. And so sometimes it's my own panic and sometimes it's not my own panic and it's trying to figure out and to navigate you know, what are the tools that I can use, whether it's my panic or not, I'm, my body's the one that's experiencing it. And so, you know, having, you know, tools like uh, tapping, EFT, um, me- mindfulness, meditation, you know, taking essential oils, um, <laughs> or diffusing essential oils, you know, I'll, you know, tr- try a bunch of different things to have symptom reduction. Um, and over time you just, you feel better and you get to learn, okay, like, am I really dying or is this anxiety? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And that's always, I think the question when you have anxiety is like, is there something really wrong? Because generally I think we go to the body and Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm having this symptom, you know, what's, what's the solution? Like, is this a message? Um, so I, I always tell myself like, okay, if I still feel like this in a week, you know, or two days, like depending on the symptom, like that I'll call the doctor. <laughs> right. So, um, so can you say what are some symptoms of anxiety for people to sure. watch for? Because I think sometimes people don't even realize what the symptoms are until they're yeah. in full-blown panic. Right. So for me, it's generally like a stomach ache, like stomach discomfort, um, racing heart or I have, it's called like heart flutters. Like I literally feel like I'm on a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. So it's like this like up and down feeling of like my heart jolting. Um, and then like racing thoughts is common. And what all these are is your body protecting you because they, it thinks that there's a danger. So what's happened is your amygdala has fired, you know, some cause for alarm which sends, you know, all of this information. So you release cortisol, you release adrenaline. So all these symptoms, racing heart, stomach issues, sometimes there's tingling in fingers and toes or legs, um, feeling dizzy. It's your body preparing to fight or flee. And so sometimes it's helpful just to understand like, oh, like that's my body. It's, there's some signal that we're not safe. So what can we do with the brain? Like if we're able to talk ourselves down to say like, okay, this is my body. I am safe. Like actually make sure that you're safe. You know, like if you're in a dark alley and this is happening, like look around, (laughs) be very clear that you in fact are physically safe. Right. Uh, And then once you've, you know, kind of assess the situation, like I'm safe, it's, you know, there's a couple different things we could do in the moment as well as in the future to prevent future panic. Um, And generally, you know, rule of thumb is it's never going to help panic to avoid situations that make you panicky. So as, you know, as hard as that is, 
Um, you know, when we don't go to places or we don't do certain things because we're afraid, we're sort of just sending that message to the amygdala that it's dangerous. Where the message we want to send is that, look, we did it and we survived. It doesn't matter if it goes well <laughs> right. or you know, if we fail, like that doesn't matter. But the fact we're still living to tell the story about it. Okay. And, and that's and really good to know. Yeah. And it's doing it over and over. And it's sort of this like, okay, I'm going to feel this fear and I'm going to do it anyway. And I recognize it's, it's hard to do like, because our brain tells us like so many stories, like we just want to feel safe and comfortable. And, um, but a really amazing life generally isn't safe and comfortable all the time. That those are words to live by. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the growth happens. And that's where we make connections with people that we never thought we would meet. Um, But it's scary and your heart's going to race a little bit and you might feel like throwing up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, wow. That's a, that's a lot. Okay. So what are some strategies that you have for people who are going through anxiety right now? What are some things that they can do? So if you're anxious right now, the first thing to do is breathe. When we get anxious, we start breathing only using our upper lobes of our lungs. So the signal of deep breathing sends messages to our brain, we are safe. So try it now. Take three deep belly breaths where you feel your belly rising and falling. And if it feels like tight or constricted in any way, just allow that to be. That's okay. You're breathing. And there's no right or wrong. Yeah, it does help relax. I actually have taking three breaths in my book mm-hmm. <laughs> to help relax. That's so funny. So yeah. yeah. yeah um, so that's that's number one is that start to breathe. Um you can use something called EFT in the moment and just you could tap like um, on if you put both of your hands together in front of you, like you're cupping, like someone's going to pour water into your hands, like you're making a cup with your hands Mm -hmm. and then just open and close them, tapping them together. So your pinkies are hitting the whole hands are hitting and you could, do that and what that does is it's sending messages through your meridian your energy system and it, you know people believe now that a lot of our anxiety our you know health conditions are a disruption in our energy field in the flow of information and energy and so you know the tapping and then while you're tapping you might say like even though I have this anxiety I deeply and completely accept myself even though I have this anxiety, I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I have this anxiety, I deeply and completely accept myself. And that's called the setup statement with tapping. Um, and sometimes even that just starts to bring you down into your body. Because when we're dealing with anxiety, we need to have, and if you are looking for a therapist or someone that works in this field, make sure that they know what a bottom-up approach means. Um, and what that means is that we work on the body as well as the mind. We start with the body. So maybe there's you know some yoga poses we might do to activate the body system. Because um, we really need in, 
treatment of anxiety is an art because there's a billion different types of anxiety. There's panic, there's agoraphobia, there's, you know, other phobias, fears. Um, it's anxiety disorder, NOS, like where there's no, it's just generalized kind of thing. Um, so it really, it takes a, a holistic approach to have um, symptom reduction, but more than that, to get you back to your life. Um, where it's sort of this paradox, like the more we do things to avoid the anxiety, the more anxious we get. So it's learning some tools like the tapping or some yoga practices um, that can really help you to feel, you know, centered in your body and grounded uh, here in the here and now, you know, having that mindful compassionate awareness where you're just like, it's okay. Whatever's happening is okay. And you're okay. And you're lovable and you're safe. Okay. That's really good. And I had never heard of tapping before or doing no. that. So that's great. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully some, yeah, somebody learned something new today. Yeah, just tapping, it's great. So it's great for symptom reduction, like right in the moment, like let's say you're going to a meeting and you're starting, your heart's starting to beat. Just start, just start tapping, you know, tap on, um, there's a lot of different points. If you go to my website, there's a, um, under information and resources, there's an EFT tab. And so there, all the tapping points are, are there. So you can, you know, just start tapping on that symptom reduction, but then uh, even going deeper than that now with EFT, it can be kind of a, a treatment and we can use it to get to the root of the why, you know, why is this anxiety there? Like, was there a trauma? And we're all traumatized. There's little T's and big T's of trauma. And we've all had had traumas in our life that we've gone through. And that could be as simple as like we got lost in the grocery store once, you know, but something in our amygdala has now labeled grocery store scary. You know, it just categorizes it. It doesn't realize that we're adults. <laughs> that we're not, you know, we're not four anymore and that we can actually take care of ourselves. Like our amygdala doesn't have that ability. You know, it's only our cognitive skills where you can say, like, we can rationalize, like, yes, we shouldn't be afraid of the grocery store, but our amygdala is like, no, you should be afraid in the grocery store. Well, that explains my aversion to Sears. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I had that happen about that age too. Oh my and it's goodness. Because I still avoid that store. Okay. And I was like, what is wrong with Sears? There's nothing wrong with Sears, but right. I, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, there so you I go. Would say, go to Sears. Something. Go to Sears also and about tap. <laughs> tap while you're in the parking lot. Go on inside. Oh, that is that is really interesting. Okay, that is so insightful. Cool. All right. Well, great. That's awesome. Okay. So um so I look, I was in looking on your website, which is fascinating, by the way, it's, if I was going to design a website and, and what questions I would want answered, they're all put right out there on the front page. It's so okay. amazing. Um, and so, but I was wondering, because it, you focus on moms, it says giving mothers peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, how did you decide to focus on moms? Because, you know, as a social worker, you could have focused on a lot of different things. So moms and anxiety is very specific. Yes. So I'm a mom. I have anxiety. <laughs> it seemed like a perfect fit. Um, it's, you know, one thing is there's that piece. There's also you know, really my why, like my why in my business and my life is really for kids. But um, 
I feel that I am able to connect with moms. And so by working with moms to help them with parenting, to heal their traumas, to help with anxiety, that ultimately I'm helping their children. And I'm oh, absolutely, making, yeah. you know, future generations healthier and happier by working with moms. And there's nothing that I love more than, you know, a mom that like, she's so, you know, passionate. Like there's so many things happening that, you know, maybe she's got work or she's an entrepreneur or she's got parenting questions or relationship questions. Like there's just so many facets of her life. Um, So I just find her so interesting you know, and I want to be that person so she doesn't feel alone, you know, so she can say like, oh, okay, that's normal. Because most people are like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm dying. Something's wrong with me. They don't realize that, you know, 80% of the population, it has that same experience because no one's really talking about it. You know, especially when it comes to like anxiety, postpartum depression and anxiety, um, is a big one. You know, a lot of moms are afraid, especially new moms to say some of their fears because some of their fears from an untrained professional would sound like, Oh my gosh, there's something really wrong here. You know, they'll have thoughts of like, what if, you know, my baby got stabbed or if I drop my baby down the stairs. Um, those are actually very common thoughts of postpartum moms. Um, you know, and we only worry if moms aren't scared by their thoughts you know, that's a different, different thing. But if you're not trained in working with postpartum moms, like, you know, people, I, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, there's a lot of, you know, they called like diphus on a mom um, who was having these scary thoughts because um, they just didn't know better. You know, what she right. needed, what she needed was support and some rest and some sleep and, you know, maybe some medication, you know, some moms, you know, need the medication, which, you know, is, there's no right or wrong answer there. Uh, you know, so it's just, you know, being able to be that person to say, like, it's okay. You know, and sometimes just hearing that, like, that uh, magically the fears disappear. <laughs> right. Because uh, you've, you know, oh, okay, I'm not crazy. You know, because it's, it's the fear, but then it's also the fear that you're crazy. Right. And the fear being like abnormal or different Mm -hmm. when, because we don't talk about it, you know, which is, you know, what I think is so important for, for us women and moms in general to just start opening up about all of these things. You know, we're so worried about trying to be super mom and perfect Mm -hmm. that we can't let our guard down enough to let people know what's happening. Cause I think if, if you had a group where you talked about all these things on a normal basis with just your friends, it would take some of the scary away. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I created the group that I created um, because I wanted moms to have that space to, you know, share what's going on, but then also to have a professional that was kind of watching out and, you know, looking for, you know, something that might require extra support or a referral um, you know, I think it's just, it's important to have that. Yeah, that's really, that's really good. Cause I, yeah, cause I've got my support group for moms with chronic illness, but we don't, you know, we don't have the expert component in there. We just are a bunch of moms, but I think especially dealing with psychological things and when you're very depressed and anxious, it's mm-hmm. so important to have professional people involved to know when getting more help is a good idea. Right. Exactly. So that's really, that's an important thing for people to know is that, yes, most of these things are normal and people feel them, everyone's feeling them, Mm -hmm. but at a certain point, it's a good idea to get some help so that it doesn't get worse. 
or right. turn into something that you don't want it to turn into. So yeah. I'm so glad that you're there. Um, and another thing from your website, it says, you're not alone. I promise to support you through this challenge. Mm -hmm. And just for one woman, if just one woman could hear that and think, oh my goodness, you know, somebody will actually stand by me mm -hmm. when I'm going through all of this chaos. Um, that it's just so, so important. So thank you for doing what you do. Well, thank you so much for having me on and sharing this message with your community. I hope that one person now knows that they're not alone and that there are people out there that really, really care, you know, and want the best for them. Yeah. And now if somebody wanted to reach out to you, where would they go to find you? So the best place to go is my website, which is www.themindfulfamily.com. And you can, all the information and resources are there. Uh, the different, the group I talked about called Thriving Mama Society is there. Um, information about working one-on-one -on -one is all there on the homepage. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's right out there, easy for people to find. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how it needs to be. Cause when you really need somebody, it's good to have things right yeah. out in the open so they Definitely. can find it. So that's great. That's great. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, Jennifer. You've given me personally some great ideas and some things I haven't heard about before. So cool. I'm so excited to um, delve a little bit deeper into what you've got going on. And I encourage others to do the same. And thank you so much for sharing. I've got two final questions to ask you. And okay. one is, what advice would you give women who are struggling with chronic or moms that are struggling mm -hmm. with chronic illness? Yeah. So compassion and grace. Just be compassionate with yourself. You know, do what you can. Um, if it's something little, you know, like if let's say you drank like extra water today, like just give yourself a pat on the back for that, you know, cause when we're not feeling well, like I was just sick for three weeks and it's so easy to get trapped in this, like, Oh, I should be doing this. I should have the energy, but I don't, I didn't. And so, you know, I could, there was nothing I could do. Like my brain just wasn't working. And so it was just like, okay, I'm just going to surrender and give myself grace for this time and, and take, you know, whatever actions I can for my self-care. Okay. Even small ones. Awesome. And the last one is what is your superpower? Oh, my superpower. Love. I think love is my superpower. <laughs> well, it sounds like it. And listening to you, you have a lot of love for a lot of people. So yeah, I try. I try to open my heart every day. So Okay. Well, that is so amazing. Thank you again for coming on and sharing everything with us. And oh, I look forward you. to talking to you again soon. Yes. Thank you so much again. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you got some good takeaways from it. I know I did. I will now be able to step inside of a Steers store without recreating that memory in my mind that has been buried about looking at a Snoopy shirt, trying to find a 6X, which was my size at the time when I was like a five, at five years old, and uh, spun around and I had no parent with me. And my mom was gone for a pretty significant amount of time. So Jennifer, thank you so much for enlightening me with that information that that is probably my problem. And I should do a lot better in that store now. Um, I also had never heard of tapping and the EFT. 
So I look forward to researching those things and learning more about those. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe and rate and review us. It helps our show come up higher in the feed on Apple Podcast and Stitcher and Spotify so that more people can find us and more moms can get the information that they need. So I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. I know your time and energy are very, very valuable. And I hope that we see you next week. Our podcast today was sponsored by the book, The Sick Mom's Guide to Having Fun Again. If I can do it, you can too. And it is available at all online booksellers, all the major ones. And our introduction was by Nikki Brown. And our song is A New Day by Scott Holmes. See you next week.